0: I'm logging on. Ooh! Happy Monday! Happy, happy, happy Monday! I'm just going to invite Atena, my guest for today. I'm gonna give it some time to let people know that I'm on as well. Atena! Hi! Hi! Oh, you look so good!
1: Thank you. I got all. Um, wait! Wait! Minute, what did I just do here? Okay. Uh, i was like all right time to put like a little bit of jewelry put a little bit of makeup you know show up
0: you got dressed up for me yes
1: (laughs) how are you i'm good how are you how are you doing in tulum
0: awesome um you know what (laughs) to be completely honest nick is like smiling at me with it it's not my favorite place okay every this is my second time here and i was just telling of like the energy here it just it doesn't mess with me well like it's just there's something about it doesn't go with me i don't know the energy is so heavy and it's so like i I feel like i'm gonna be in my like my bubble more when i'm here
1: yeah i can i could you know i haven't been there for i went once four years ago Mm -hmm. i could kind of see what you mean yeah yeah
0: I'm sure a lot's changed since four years ago. Because even from two years ago, last time we were here, so much has changed. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, yeah. there's so many more buildings. And Oh, really? Like, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Maybe just that. That's, it's the gentrification and all that stuff that I'm not <laughs> meshing well with. Oh. <laughs> Yes, but thank you for taking the time to meet with me today. Um, I just wanted to give a quick introduction. Uh, I'm doing a series, just for anybody watching live or later on, called Shift Happens. And it's pretty much just just a candid conversation with people who have experienced certain shifts in their lives that has kind of changed the trajectory of their lives. Something that happened or whatever it was that made them change the path that they were on to a new path. So, Atena is somebody that I know from uh, Montreal, and it's so funny because our stories are so similar. It's
1: I remember crazy. last it's wild. Year, yeah.
0: it's so crazy. Last year, you made a post about like 20 facts about you, and I was reading it, and I'm like, wait a second, it's like I'm reading <laughs> about myself, what is
1: this? Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I'm really excited for people to get to know more of your story. I'm really excited for people to uh, to just be in your light. You're such a radiant light. And wow. whenever we're together, we're like this, like this. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm honored to be here. So thanks for inviting me.
0: Aw, awesome. Okay. So just to start off with, uh, if you wouldn't mind telling just in your own words, who are you and how you show up in the world?
1: Okay. Well you know, this is, this might be like a a crazy way to start, but I feel like that's such a normal question to ask someone and Mm. anyone would really be like, okay, well, hi, my name is Atena. Um, I originally come from Iran. Now I live in Canada and this is what I do, uh, etc. And personally right now I'm going through such a transformation in my being. So when people ask, who are you? I'm like, who am i <laughs> what is this question of i, I <laughs> you know like i've been waking up every morning and surrendering to the universe and really just releasing a lot but um to fit the mole still and introduce myself in not so many ways i am originally from iran I moved to canada a couple of years ago well, three decades ago actually and i am now a spiritual entrepreneur i wh- what i do is I've always been passionate about helping others. Oh, no, I think you're freezing. I'm good. Oh. OK, you good? OK, so I've always <laughs> been passionate about helping others. And I think um, a lot of immigrants are. I don't know, maybe that's just my way of thinking. I thought a lot of, for the longest time, I'm going to do this through politics. So I studied political science. I did my master's in public and international affairs. I worked for the foreign government. Um, all of that was great, except that I was a very miserable human being as I was doing it. I had multiple panic attacks all the time. I had problems with drugs, alcohol, you name it. And at one point I was like, you know what, um, this isn't the way to live. Like, I, There's got to be a better way. And so I decided to change things. And now the way I show up for the world is what I'm passionate about. And before you try to go and make the world a better place, do you. Focus on you. Heal Heal the wounds. Know how to navigate through your human, and this is how I show up now in the world. I'm just at the beginning of that journey, but it's always it's been it's been a lifelong in the making. But I feel now I'm starting to kind of swim in it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You let me know. I'm like, yeah, uh, no, that's perfect. Yeah, yes. yeah, of course.
0: And mm-hmm. you know, we've talked about this. Like, we actually know each other. Uh, like, we're friends. Like, we talk about this when we meet up. We always end up talking about these kind of things. And how much we, we see the world very similar and we are so passionate about people going within and doing, making sure like that inner journey within themselves is in a way that they're, not just like the self-love, the typical thing, but just like really knowing who you are. And even when you don't know who you are to be able to navigate that space, to be able to own up to where you are in your journey, mm-hmm. right? and to heal and to make yeah. sure that, not just focus on the healing, because there's never gonna be a point <laughs> where you stop healing. But totally. yeah, but to show up in the world in a way that you're confident and you're within yourself, whatever that looks like. And you and mm-hmm. I always talk about this. So I mm-hmm. definitely, like, I understand. I get it. But it's yeah. very interesting, too, because what I find interesting about your story is, you know, from an immigrant standpoint, and this is also something I can relate to, you went and tried the best that you could into the mold of, like, okay, if I want to help people, going into politics, going into Um, international affairs is such a good way to do it but Mm. you were miserable so I'd love to know more about that or more about when you started realizing that this is not the way that I want to show up this is not the way that I Mm. want to help I still want to help but this doesn't feel right
1: yeah for sure I mean the first time I really really was like clear about it It was when I went to Thailand and I was working I was doing an internship for the Canadian embassy and Thailand is a really beautiful place it's very diverse the Canadian embassy is a hub uh, for a lot of international organizations and when I went there was a huge transition whereas there was no um, ambassador like he got fired which was ludicrous because you really pretty much have to murder someone to get fired um but it what happened was that there was kind of a gap and so I was really blessed to really be able to benefit from that gap that, that vacuum so they would send me to all sorts of things um and a lot of the behavior that I witnessed uh really triggered me like I was disgusted on a regular basis I would say not because people were bad people but I was just like this isn't there's something wrong here and i was always triggered like i nothing made sense to me and i realized like at that point i'm not strong enough to be in this environment i can't uh show up and even afterwards like when i went to government like like i couldn't it's like they were there and i was somewhere else so that's the first time i realized i'm like either there's something wrong with all of them or there's something wrong with me <laughs> given that they all get along maybe something's wrong with me but Later on, what I realized is that a lot of people who do work in the international um, affairs domain they they want to do good but they're not they're not in tune with their own being and then it just became super clear to me when I started working in the private sector. I went to the Philippines to do a project for the World Bank now I thought okay I'm in the private sector I have more control people are more like relaxed like we can have normal conversations not like pretend conversations when I was in government and there, I, I just had so many panic attacks. Like I didn't sleep for three weeks at some point, which maybe for some people doesn't sound like a lot, but like, I don't have kids. Like I, I'm just me by myself in Manila. I didn't sleep for three weeks. I was like, like, like this, you know? <laughs> and, um, and then a lot of things happened during that trip. And so when I came back, I, my mom got sick. Um, that relationship began to fall apart. Um, so many things happened, Shiva, and and it was just, it just became to a place where I was like, I cannot continue down this Mm -hmm. path. Like, it will kill me. And so, that's when I was like, I just need to decide how to change. It took me a long time to figure it out. Mm -hmm. um, But it it, did happened. Did I, I hope I answered Mm -hmm. your question.
0: No, you did, you did, you did. So, there wasn't (laughs) just one specific moment. It was more just like, several things were, were adding up to the point that you were just kind of, okay, like, Something has to give. This is just not it. This is not okay.
1: That, yeah. And like one of the things that I wish I was, and maybe it's a good thing that I didn't know, like in my twenties when I had multiple awakenings in my twenties, but because I didn't know how to manage my mind, and this is probably why I'm also very passionate about teaching people, like learn how to manage your mind mm-hmm. um, because you can be, you can pray to God. You can be spiritual. I was very spiritual already, but because I didn't know how to manage my mind, all the multiple awakenings that I had, I didn't know how to integrate them. I didn't know how to act upon them. So it was scarier to change than to, than, than to just stay until until it was not. So like mm-hmm. when we talk about like, let's say a character when he says the pain body gets so massive that you're like, I have to change. Like now mm-hmm. there's no, there's no point of return. But like now in retrospect, when I look back, like there was like so many fine. moments. Oh my God. There were so yeah. many signs, but I was just yeah. like, oh. yeah,
0: <laughs> <Help me>.
1: yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah yeah
0: no i totally understand and that's a common thing too right when we're not paying attention to the signs that they're there they're always there and this Mm -hmm. is what i always say like when we talk about shifts like every opportunity is a shift if we're paying attention Mm -hmm. every experience can be a shift if we're paying attention but the way that the world works is that we're so here or like here that it's difficult for us to pay attention and Yeah, like I totally, I can totally relate to that as well.
1: Yeah, like I remember even, it's so funny, but when I um, was interviewed to work for the private sector in the consulting firm, my boss asked me if you had to win an Academy Award or like an Oscar. And I I thought it was like a sick joke because I actually wanted to become an actress by then. But then I was like, oh no, I don't want to be a poor starving actress. So let me just go to this secure, potentially secure thing. Um, But even then, like, before like my the decision to change completely everything like a 180 what i wrote is like i would want to win an award to create a system like where you teach even in school how to deal with your emotions like i don't understand why we don't teach these things like what was the Mm -hmm. point like when i think back to my education and everything i'm like why are we not taught how to process our emotions how to process energies um how to sit with our discomfort? You know, uh, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, I'm passionate about like trying to figure out how I can do that for younger people as well.
0: Wow, so beautiful, so beautiful. Um, so you're a mindset, like you're really into the mindset stuff. I know we've talked about this. Like you're, uh, you're a hypnotherapist as well. So, mm-hmm. tell me about how that's changed things for you, just getting deeper into the mindset stuff.
1: Oh my goodness. Well. <laughs> The funny part is the more you learn how to observe the mind, and I feel like you would really relate to this, mm-hmm. the more you realize the mind is as complex as it is, it's quite primitive. It, there's, there's no way my mind can comprehend what's going on at all <laughs> times. And so that's where why I say like in the morning, the first thing I do, I wake up and I literally just center my being my on an energetic level um, and just if I need to use my mind, I use it to imagine that I'm just one little energetic ball and an intricacy of energetic balls dancing on the on the earth and, and going to the moon and coming back and all that stuff. Um, oh, beautiful. Yeah. And like, so for me, my biggest, um my biggest hope when, when I became like a mindset coach, when I wanted to become a mindset coach was really, I just want to deal with my own crap. Um I was like so tired of waking up tired. I was t- like, when you start understanding also like what limiting beliefs are and you start being aware of just how many you potentially have there's a part of you that's like holy shit like i really (laughs) want to deal with this and Mm -hmm. i had been obsessed with that my whole life like i had read books seven habits of highly effective people like all this stuff but it never clicked um until i really just took it upon myself to learn more about um especially hypnotherapy really helped Mm -hmm. Uh, reiki of all things as well Um, I know Reiki is not like people don't really think of it as a mindset thing. They think of it as an energetic thing, but by learning Reiki, going through that uh, three month process of just observing the mind constantly um, and feeling the energies of it. um, That's how it's completely transformed who I am and it continues to, and now it's, it's happening at an exponential rate. That's why I came on here and you're like, who are you? I'm like, that's a great question. Get <laughs> back to you.
0: <laughs> you know. Well, I think just being honest from that first from that first answer, you know, I love that you were honest about that because, and this is, yeah. I purposely start with this question just because people tend to use a lot of labels, right? Labels that culture, family, society, the world puts on them, and I'm always curious. Like when you ask somebody, like, "Who are you?" What comes up for them? Like what mm-hmm. they automatically say. So I'm always yeah. curious. That's so, why like, I went to start with that just to see like, where you were leaning towards. But I love your answer. It was very beautiful. You're like, sometimes, like I woke up in
1: the morning sometimes and I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Know. And let yourself be open to changing the story, right? Absolutely. Um, I'm in this process where I see, I'm seeing my entire life story very differently than I did even a couple of months ago. And that can be a mm-hmm. scary thing because how we identify is how we feel safe. You know and so they always say okay keep stretching yourself the more you stretch yourself the better you feel um the more you go into your discomfort or uncomfortable level but how often do we actually do this you know how often mm-hmm. do we revisit those stories how often do we give ourselves a break say i am just i am yeah. Not, i am this i am that like let me let me just be open to the world of possibilities and let go of what i think i should be or i think i am and just be open um, and it, it it can be scary, a little a little scary. I'll say. Of
0: course, of course. Absolutely. Hey, Laura.
1: Just that Laura came on.
0: Hi, Laura. <laughs> no, absolutely, it can definitely be scary, and especially knowing from the time we're born, from the time we start we start going to school. You know, these labels are put on us of this is who you are, this is who you will be, this is these are how things work. So to deviate from that and to go. This doesn't align with me, and I'm not quite sure what aligns with me yet. Or I'm trying to figure out, giving myself space to figure out what aligns with me. It is scary because you're almost like in the void. And in the mm. void, it's you don't know. <laughs> you just don't know. Yeah.
1: And that's, it's a beautiful thing if you know how to navigate it. And it's a terrifying mm. thing if you don't know. <laughs> that's what I yeah. totally
0: agree. Absolutely. So I'm going to say something. So we've talked about i want to go back to this is something that you and i both share but the fact that you're um an immigrant so you immigrated to canada you said 30 years ago Mm -hmm. three decades ago okay so i would love to know more about your the way they see the world as an immigrant or a former immigrant the way you see the world and how how you, you feel like you fit in the world if that makes sense Because I know for me, it's, it's been a difficult journey to know like where I fit in. Mm. And it took me a long time to realize that I don't. And that's okay to realize that I'm making my own way because I don't fit into specific labels or specific ways, or I don't see the world the way that a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it took me a very, very long time to go. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And then aligning with other people who have similar stories and realizing that okay so i'm not alone <laughs> even yeah. if i thought i was alone i'm really not alone so i'd love to know your thoughts on this
1: oh i i completely understand what you're saying and i really that's a, 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 why we get along is because that's how i felt for the longest time so um for me when when i came to canada i was very much um uh, ethnocentric so i was very much like pro iran um anything to do to help iran and i never really got along unfortunately with that many iranians here it's like i saw a split either like plastic um barbie or like super super nerd and i'm like all right i'm not plastic and i'm not well maybe i'm a little nerdy but <laughs> <laughs> i'm like I, I i i don't know i'm i'm, I'm here I'm, i don't make sense uh, in a lot of ways so for the longest time, um, I identified uh, really as an Iranian Canadian, and that was it. And then I started to realize after a while that I'm quite world centric and I don't really see borders. And of course, that didn't really play out well at CIC when it's like, you know, Im- Canadian Citizen Immigration Canada. I'm like, yeah. I don't believe in borders. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, and I, I don't actually understand them. And I would say um, right now, like, especially at this phase of my life, I see myself really as a soul, like my soul mission is very clear. So when I have like, like, let's say we talk about, I am statements, the statements that come from that soul mission, they're clear. They've always been clear. Now I know how to act upon them, but who like the interface that I put onto the world, like as a former immigrant or am I an immigrant and and this and that, that's something that for me, like, has kind of dissolved like I and I'm trying to do everything I can to really release it uh, to the full extent I have not yet I'm going to be honest Um, but doing even something as small as you know claiming the name that I desire to have right and this was a funny thing and we were having coffee and you're like I like the name Morelli I like the way it sounds (laughs) and then you know I realized like I had to like I have a whole talk with my mom because she was like you're abandoning your heritage I'm like but what does this mean I'm a human Mm -hmm. right like I'm a human why does something like changing my name like why is it so threatening right Um, Mm -hmm. or I don't know for me it's not threatening for me it's just liberating to be like okay hey people can pronounce my last name i'm really proud of this relationship that i've built i'm proud of where i am i want to celebrate it i want to use this name and like playing in that um in like with other people as well other people's emotions i would say that's probably been like a really really hard part for me personally mm-hmm but um today i would say i really just see myself as a human as a soul do i still have more attachments to Canada Iran yeah because these are the places that like yeah i i feel connection to but that probably will change in the coming years i have a very strong strong feeling about that
0: (laughs) i love that and it's so funny that you mentioned the the part about the name and identity so the call Mm. that i had the chat that i had before you um it's a lovely a lovely woman who is from toronto but she's of chinese origin and she lives in Australia story right now so she goes by jane and jade and she explained she went on and explained like why she goes by that like her chinese name and just like that when her parents moved to canada they didn't know much english so they took like the most basic name jane right like <laughs> and how she she chooses to show up as both and she when she introduces herself she gives the option and she explains why and i thought it was so oh wild God. and so crazy because now i realized like i do the same like my middle name i go by shiva k but k is not my legal name but it's a name that years ago i started using and i was like what i, I didn't that. even notice this <laughs> <laughs> so i think it's it's so beautiful that even just a name something that we're like oh it's just a name it's just that but you know like we decide if we if we align with it or not just like anything else
1: mm-hmm. and if we yeah. don't we
0: can decide not to use it anymore you know exactly. and i, I don't want to go to like, pronouns and things like that but it's very it's very similar stories very yeah similar um meaning behind it where it's like if somebody chooses to use a certain pronouns it, it does nothing to you like it's not it's not you so like why yeah. not just respect that
1: exactly totally <laughs> yeah yeah. Wow, that's so
0: cool. That's so cool. And I do remember that conversation we had about you changing your name because you were formerly uh, Pretty Happy Habits. I
1: was. Yeah. I was. And it was, I was yeah. And it, that was a name that I just chose because it felt safe. I was like, oh, this is cute. People will get it, you know, Pretty Happy Habits. Um, and they just came to a point where I didn't identify with it anymore. And so I was kind of, I was rebranding at the time and I was kind of in this middle place. And even that process of rebranding uh, the, my business, I went through a whole identity shifting process in that. And I was like, okay, but who am I? What am I, What's my message? What's my business message? What's this? What's that? Um, and when I was like, when I was a kid, I couldn't wait to get married to change my name, by the way. Cause I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, nobody can pronounce Sade. It's Sadeh, No one can pronounce it. It's so annoying. I don't want it. Blah, blah, blah. But the name is beautiful. Like it means to be honest. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, it's funny but now that like I, as soon as I got married I was like why why do I all of a sudden not even think that I can change my name I can't take my husband's name and use it as my own and so when you said it for some reason it clicked you know sometimes even just talking to someone where like the portals are open yeah um, that can really help make a shift as well so I feel like you saw it and then I was like oh yeah this is an option <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that was yeah. definitely a shift for you do you remember because this is the thing right when we talk about shifts i'd love to try to pinpoint like the exact moment where you decided you're like i i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna jump i'm gonna you know because before that moment of course sometimes we have a lot of conflicting thoughts we're like should i shouldn't I? Blah, blah blah like should i do this should i do that but that moment you commit and you just like i'm doing it right? yeah so, talking about this shift even just a shift of your name or even looking back at the uh, the other shifts in terms of like your career changes and mm-hmm. deciding to go into entrepreneurship and to deviate away from and this is something else that i think i i know for sure we've talked about this personally i'm not sure if you talk about it on your platform yet actually they did a youtube video on this so about oh. <laughs> how you are always about you know degrees and making sure that like you had the, mm-hmm. the credentials and all these things and you realize that even that alone is so... Ah, uh, that video, that video that you posted. I think I sent you a voice right after. I was like, oh my God, this video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you're talking about how, you know, those are those are conditions, those are labels, those are things that doesn't necessarily showcase your intelligence more than this, right? Because it's not mm-hmm. just about the intelligence of like papers and knowing facts from the past. It's, it's that emotional intelligence. It's that soul intelligence that comes through. So tell yes. me a little bit more about that. If any of that, yes. that question makes sense. <laughs> um,
1: it did, it did. There's so many layers. So in terms of the change, like the shift, mm-hmm. where it's right. like, th- this is happening. Yeah. Um, I can tell you, like, before, let's say I decided, let's say when I was more unconscious, and now I'm very conscious, it was when I was unconscious, um, and I'll be really on, open on this. I was, I was high. I was like, oh. I was smoking weed. And I was like, and at some point I was like, oh my God. If I keep going this way, like it's like a division came clear. If I keep going this way, I will never have the life that I imagined I would have. Mm -hmm. And suddenly in that moment, my fear went on the other side because I had already been like, okay, I want to make things change. But now all of a sudden I felt it in my body. Like, it's like, it's, I, that's how I would explain it. It was like, I feel the shift in my body. There's no point of return from that. Then once that settles in, I'm like, okay, I tend to crawl. I'm not one of those people <laughs> that jumps. Let's say I just noticed maybe one day I will be, but I do tend to crawl. I do tend to be like, okay, let me just do this. Let me just do that. Let me, but the decision to propel forward has happened. And then let's say something like the name, when it became clear to me, I felt it again in my body. I was like, what is it that I want? And I realized I want to be a personal brand. I want to write books. I want to become an author. I want to create documentaries. Like all these things that I want to do that don't really relate to pretty happy habits. And once I realized that I realized, wow, pretty happy habits keeps me small and I'm comfortable here. And so the decision, the click is once you recognize your fear, That's for me, I I recognize the fear. And then I always, once I recognize it, I put it on the other side. Mm. I'm like, okay, if I don't do this, what's the consequences? And like, I sometimes like, I make a joke. I'm like, I go to my 80 year old self and i see myself like on a on a thing and i'm like so and then i realize how ridiculous it is to not make the change and then i think about okay what's the consequences Well, people might not recognize me or um like let's say with the with with switching careers that door is never shut i could always yeah. go back to that if i want to if i want to do like let's say a temporary contract because i want to take a break from this like it, it's always open so um without getting too lost now recognizing where the fear is putting the fear on the other side and i realized that in a big way with my education like our formal education system it's like all of a sudden i woke up and i was like who decided this (laughs) who decided this who decided that this is the way it is like this is why maybe there's so many problems with our internet with our politicians maybe they should learn Reiki, maybe they should learn how to be in tune with their being, they should have a reading of their past lives before they're qualified to show up. And so it's really giving, I feel for me anyways, it came down to giving myself the permission to question things in a big, Mm -hmm. big, big way. Yes. And like, I can tell you as an immigrant who was told listen to the elders uh make sure you stay in that line like to finally like yo i'm questioning everything and all of a sudden like i'm still proud of my degree mm-hmm. but that is just one facet of the world that is not the absolute truth mm-hmm. that makes sense
0: Abs- oh oh you know that you know you know i feel that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, i love that and something that you highlighted which i see is coming up more and more the more that i have these talks with people even just in person it's that fear right when mm-hmm. the fear of and as cliche as it sounds but when the fear of staying the same of doing the same thing and being in that comfortable spot mm-hmm. it's it's less than the fear of not doing something you know where you're just kind of like it, it, it's, it hurts more or it feels more like I, I have to. I have yeah. to break out of this. And the fear almost diminishes because of that because as soon as you're like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> and you start taking the steps and you realize, you're like, not to say that everything is perfect, everything's like smooth sailing from now on, but you almost get a little extra like wind under your cells, right? You get like that little extra fire. Yeah,
1: totally. And like, I don't know if you can relate to this, but sometimes I feel like I woke up to you know, when you fr- release a belief, mm-hmm. you release the lie that you created also in your head because beliefs are not facts. And when something is so um, like, you like, I need to be educated. I need mm-hmm. my degrees, which is, that's how I was. I was like, I, and then like, at some point I'm like, okay, I'm not doing a PhD. This no longer makes sense to me, but it's like, why, why mm-hmm. like question that? Like, just, just be open to be like, okay, nothing is the absolute truth. Like, what, like, I've even gone down to be like, what does it mean to be wrong? Mm -hmm. I think like a lot of, a lot of people are afraid to make a decision, myself included, like afraid to make a decision. I don't want to make the wrong choice. I don't want to go down the wrong path, but there Mm -hmm. is no wrong path. That's what I've come to realize. There is your path your relationship to the path, your decisions to see things in a certain way and be open to changing them. And it's not like, you know, for the longest time, she was like, what a waste of my education. I, re- I could have started this entrepreneurial journey long ago, Instagram, this, and like, oh man, like all this. And then i like, I still have the debt. I'm like, oh man, this is so annoying. And then I was like, that was my journey though.
0: Yeah.
1: I decided like, I, like even my unconscious self, if my unconscious self chose that it happened all for a reason, there was right. no wrong choice in that. Yeah. Like there's no badness in that. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I took it too far. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I totally, I totally understand. I totally, I totally relate. And I always say this um, in terms of failure. I say people are so afraid of failure. But the thing is, it's, it's feedback, right? It's always mm-hmm. feedback. It's always totally. feedback. There's lessons in there. So to be able to shift that perspective and reframe whatever we perceive as failure into what did I learn from this or what did this situation or experience bring out of me? Is so powerful, and I wish more people would, you know, talk about the mindsets of knowing how the mind works, right? Just that that shift takes away so much of that limiting belief. It takes away so much of that you feel unworthy or you feel less than or you feel whatever it is that keeps you in a, you know, in that, like, I don't want to say low vibration, but you know what I mean.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, you know, anyone who has a business can probably attest that, you know, you go like this. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> especially if you let go of your nine to five and like the yep. financials are unstable. And it's yep. like, it's like every time you have money, you're like, hey, this is crazy. I'm like Oh no gosh. You and know? then like learning to trust and having faith. And at some point I realized like, okay, I go through these moments where I inevitably feel like I'm just not good enough. Mm. Like I suck. Like, and, and then it's like people don't see that because they look they're like, Oh, you're so successful. I'm like, first of all, what do you know? what do you, people people have some funny concepts like they look at other people they imagine all sorts of stories um but one of the things i realized i'm like okay when you go through this like lower vibration or this moment of like you know that divine fluctuation you go to the highs and the lows when you're in that low you have a choice to just be an observer I think before when I didn't know how to manage my mind, I would just run with that low and like go to these downward spirals. Whereas now it's like when I feel low, I'm like, okay, I'm honoring that. Right now things suck. Mm -hmm. Is that okay? Yeah, that's okay. Maybe I need to take a break. Maybe I need to take a nap. Maybe I need to change (laughs) the way I'm approaching things. Maybe yeah. I just need to let this rant go on because especially like every time for me anyways, when I create a shift and I level up, like mm-hmm. right now as I'm leveling up, my ego comes like guns blazing and yeah. my ego like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> are yep. you sure? Because you might die. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> might abandon you. Yep. And I've come to just like honor that process, honor mm-hmm. that part and be like, okay, I'm here with you. I do That's where like doing also breath work, um, tapping, letting yourself go for a walk, moving your body and just being like, okay, I got you. Mm -hmm. This doesn't mean, that do all these thoughts mean that they're true? No. Mm -hmm. Do I know deep down that I'm absolutely worthy? Yes. Every human being is worthy. Every human being deserves to be here. There's a reason why you're here. God chose you. The universe chose you. You are needed. And even took me a while to deconstruct. It doesn't matter if you're a billionaire. It doesn't matter if you're a garbage man. It doesn't matter if you're doing massive work or you're just just taking care of your home and your garden. Everything, everyone, every energy is welcomed and of equal value. And so we are the ones that create like, you know, we want our Gucci bags and we want to have that status. And like to just let that go, And just be like, okay. as I navigate through my passion, as I navigate through my ambition, my desires, like the thing I want to do great things, I want to be excellent, like take that desire, allow it to to live. But don't it doesn't mean that like there's a moment that there's a load like, oh, my gosh, I suck. Everything's okay. No, that's just happening. (laughs) Like, that's okay. Your mind, your mind is going to play those tricks with you.
0: Of course. And you made such a good point, too, because you mentioned the ways in which that you you kind of use different modalities to
1: mm-hmm.
0: bring it back to like your body. And I think that's such a, that's such a powerful thing because I also do breath work and, and, and tapping and all that things because the thing is, there's such a link between our minds, our souls, our hearts, our bodies, mm-hmm. right? And to be able to use the different ways that we can, there's so many different ways available to us and not to say the same way is gonna work for everybody, but to figure out what helps you when you are having those moments, what helps you reconnect to yourself And not just from, like, a spiritual standpoint, but from just, like, real-life body standpoint. Is it dancing? Mm -hmm. Is it, for me, one of the best ways I do that is actually doing the dishes by hand. It's crazy. Oh, I love
1: that. Yeah.
0: It really really helps (laughs) me to be in the moment and, like, back into my body. You're safe. You're here. Like, you're, whatever's happening, you're safe. You're here. You're worthy. You know? Mm -hmm. So, I love that you even mentioned that, that you do use the different modalities to just get back into your body and to shift that energy and to bring it out and the breath work is so so powerful and so is tapping ft um Mm -hmm. i love i love that you you mentioned this yeah yeah i mean yeah
1: yeah no i was just gonna say that's probably the funnest part of my job (laughs) my current my current job like i get to learn all of these and and i recommend anyone who is watching this like learn all of them they're not all going to be for you but learn them so that you it becomes like for me now it's automatic yeah like and sometimes like for me like when I don't feel good I just lay there yeah what if, like just lay there listen to like different sounds and just like let myself breathe and be and sometimes it's not even about doing just yeah you know and just go like that with the heart yeah I love make that, it safe that. like you said I love that you said making it safe mm-hmm.
0: yeah um something else too that i really wanted because i know some people might be listening to this and this is something that's come up for me before i wrote a post i think it was like last year where i talked about how a lot of people aren't living their dream lives because they don't allow themselves to dream Mm -hmm. and most of the comments were positive but there was this one person who was and like no judgment towards her because i did reach out to her after and ask her like hey do you want to talk one-on-one because your comment on my post was it was just a little aggressive (laughs) where she said you know she's like i'm trying to survive right now like, mm-hmm. this kind of post triggers her because she didn't say it in, I'm going to say it in a nice way, but <laughs> the kind of post triggers her because she's just trying to survive and she doesn't have time to her, mm-hmm. like, trying to, you know, live your dream mm-hmm. life. It's, it's just like, no, like, I'm just trying to survive right now, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, like, I commented and I was trying to have a decent conversation with her. Like, I understand. And years ago, I would have completely agreed with you um, when I was in similar space but now that I've gone through certain things and I'm able to see, like, wow, if I saw the world the way that I see it now and I was going through those things, it would have been a huge, it would have been a completely different experience, you know? And even yeah. telling her, like, a little bit of my story and things that I've gone through and things that, like, my mother has gone through, like, I understand. People may look at my life or may look at me and think, like, wow, you're living such a privileged life not knowing and, what goes yeah. on underneath and not knowing exactly. all the stuff that has brought me there and also not knowing that it may look privileged to you, but there's so much work that goes on in here. It's the mm-hmm. way that I see things, is the way that I experience things. It's not necessarily the thing itself, but it's mm-hmm. the way that I see, is the way that I experience it that makes all of the difference. So how do you feel about 100%. that? You know, talking from like a privileged standpoint.
1: Well, for me right now, I fully recognize that I do live a very privileged life. Like, mm-hmm. I I think for the longest time, I, it would have been weird for me to say that, but I do. Um, and it wasn't always that way, you know, like when yep. we came from Iran, like, first of all, I was born in a war. <laughs> like, <how? laughs> I was born in the middle of a war zone. Um, we lost all our money. Um, my mom was not very sure of how to live, and my life felt like a constant threat right. um, in the sense that, I make sure even as a child to understand I have to be on my best behavior. I have to be super supportive for my mom because goodness Mm -hmm. forbid she can't make it. I'm going to lose her. And then I lose the only parent I have in this foreign country. So that survival mindset, like, like knowing like, okay, I just need to survive. I I get that. Yeah. And for a very long time, that's probably what made me, what made it really hard for me to break out of the mold because I need to go to what was predictable. Mm -hmm. You go to university at the end of the day, you're going to get your education. You're going to have a job. It's going to pay the bills. You're going to be as safe as it gets. Right. Mm -hmm. If you are in a place where you feel like you got to survive, then maybe that's just what you need to go through in that moment. Okay. And I want, I want people to honor that. Yeah. What happens is even as you're surviving though, like I was always grateful, like every night before going to bed, I thank God I said dear God thank you my prayer is like automatic. dear God thank you for the roof you put over our heads thank you for the food you put on our table thank you for today uh please take great care of my mother my brothers my sister everyone who deserves to be cared about and me and then I would pray for strength I would pay, pay pray for you know to increase my personal power so I can also increase change my circumstances and when you know if i had one thing to say to someone who feels deeply deeply triggered if you're triggered learn how to deal with your triggers because this life of like if you see the live you see the post at the end of the day you got a phone okay you're way better off than so many people Like you should see the places that i went to work as a consultant like people living next to mountains of garbage and stuff if you're at a place where you're triggered by a post you see on instagram you have so much power like so much power you got to honor where you are breathe through it and every time you can not all the time because you've seen beyond the veil. You have like you're what's possible, but mm-hmm. your predictable personality or your predictable mind, what you have seen thus far in your life will tell you, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that fight is real. Like that, that battle, that's the mindset battle. It's real. So take it one step at a time, mm-hmm. breathe. If something like I get triggered sometimes, what mm-hmm. I do now I've learned, I don't react to my trigger. I respond to them. I'm like, hey trigger okay what's going on here yeah <laughs> what's up yeah like, you feeling a little jealous what's going on and i and i nurtured like sometimes the inner child like just talking to her like just being like okay what's going on there so i don't know if that um response helped but that's kind of it, how i feel
0: no it absolutely did it absolutely, and i i completely agree and yeah so this is one of the main reasons too that i wanted to be able to have these chats with people in you know, seeing the evidence too, I think is so important. When we're triggered, sometimes it's not even, it's more of like, because we we almost see that we could also do or we mm-hmm. could also be, but there's that, that barrier that we haven't broken through yet that's telling us that like, no, but you could never. But then that little whisper is like, but maybe you can. So you feel mm-hmm. triggered because like, oh, you, you know <laughs> what I mean? So I think it's yeah. beautiful that you mentioned that. And this is speaking from personal experience too. Because sometimes I, like, when I'm triggered, I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Like, why am I triggered by this? It's because I know that like that's within me too. And I'm scared to access this. And most of the time, that's exactly fan. what it is. Yeah. I'm scared to use my voice. I'm scared to actually go there because I'm like, ooh, I just want to stay in my little comfort little bubble. But yeah. knowing that it's, it's uncomfortable to be in that comfort little bubble too.
1: A hundred percent. Like, yeah. that's the thing you, you got to realize it's when you, when you really wake up, it's more uncomfortable to stay trapped than exactly. it is to be free as, yeah. as crazy as that sounds. And like, I used to be yeah. triggered all the time by entrepreneurs all the time. Like, Oh my gosh, they're so lucky. How did they do this? And like just using that word lucky. Mm. So disempowering, like mm-hmm. that just happened for them. Like this, what's going on here, my relationship, my everything. My business, my friendships, all of that took intentionality, you mindset know? shift. It took a real deep dive into the shadow integration work, which is yeah. something that I think is so understated. Mm-hmm. Like it's wild. And eventually it's like, you know what I think the thing that bothered me the most, I'm like, I still get like, oh, when people say it's easy. I don't like what the fuck do you mean it's easy? Mm-hmm. It is easy. But I understand it, at some point I understood I understood what it meant. It's like, it's easy once you decide to learn how to navigate the human as you tap into your soul mission. And yes, there's challenges, but it's like what you said, like when you decide that I'm gonna learn the lessons, I'm triggered, I'm gonna learn the lessons. I'm gonna yeah. take a break, take a nap, whatever it is, take a moment, take a, take a little bit of distance, look at it from bird's eye view before I go back in type of thing.
0: Yeah yeah beautiful, love that. love that. And yeah, I totally agree, definitely totally agree. Um, well, wow, there's so much I could say right now. <laughs> there's so many different things that I'm like, oh, there's so much I could we could just like go deeper on <laughs> but. Um, um, yeah, I wow, I love the part where you were talking about if what you need to do right now is to be in survival mode to like honor that mm-hmm. and to be okay with that. That's uh, such a beautiful point. And I think also on the other side is speaking mm-hmm. as an immigrant, speaking as a, a woman of color, you know, coming from right now a very privileged space as well. And like, I also recognize my privilege and I always have. I'm a black woman who is of lighter skin. So that alone gives me privileges, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to honor this and know that even if there's so much of society that tells us how to be and mm-hmm. certain ways to show up, And I saw a post yesterday that I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna talk about it more today on Instagram, but it was talking about how black women don't get to be depressed or don't get to have anxiety and that we get to, no, no, but it was, the way it was worded, it was more of like, this is what society says and like, this is what, it it just doesn't make sense, right? Because it's like, black women, we don't recognize when we're we're depressed or we're anxious, we see it as failing. We Mm -hmm. see it as You know, like, we need to keep hustling. We need to keep it going. And this Mm -hmm. is something that years ago, I saw myself going down that path. And I refused to do that. And I was like, you know what? Freak that noise. I'm not doing that. (laughs) Because I had seen so many women in my family, you know, sacrifice so much and give so much. and always be doing, doing, doing. Even Mm -hmm. my mother. I adore my mother so much. And she's given up so much. And she's done incredible things. If this woman is sick, she's cleaning and cooking. And I'm like, you're sick. Just, take, just rest. Rest yeah. does not exist for her. And mm-hmm. I know, like, it's so sad when I'm all of a sudden, like, take the rest, like, rest, actually rest. It just, yeah. for her, it just doesn't exist. So I decided years ago that was not going to be me. I was like, yeah. you know what? I will, if I have to give up certain things, certain comforts to make sure that I honor, that I can rest when I need to rest. And I can, you know, do certain things when I need to, like, I will do that. And I think it's yeah. so difficult to even, it's revolutionary to even make that choice, to decide to do 100. this and, walk and keep doing it.
1: I think that that's probably one of the biggest reasons why I became an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. just so I can honor that process. So I feel you on, on every level when you say that, yeah. <laughs> every level. Because yeah. it's, not,
0: it's not the norm, right, too. And especially speaking from, like, women of color, speaking as, like, immigrants, speaking from, you know, like you were saying, you know, as an immigrant, you know, you go to school, you do this, you do that, you follow the path, you do this and do that. And it's like, okay, but yeah. when can I just figure out who I am and just be, when can I like, take the time to totally. figure out
1: who I am? <laughs> I mean, 100%. And, like, I saw my mom also, like, just suffer so much, like, mm-hmm. giving us everything. And I always say, like, everything she did was so perfect in so many ways. Um, But one of the things that, you know, I learned from that was there's no reason to push that much Mm. Uh, because it took so much out of her and it really did. um, It did really hurt her in a lot, a lot of ways. And I told myself the moment that I can choose differently, I will, because for me, there's just no point. There's no point for that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So speaking, Mm -hmm. going back to like the shifts that you experienced, speaking of that, if you could go back to, let's say like the biggest shift that you can think of, maybe your career, maybe like, relationship wise, whatever it is, if you could go back and like talking to Atena back then, what do you think she would have needed the most? Or what do you think she, she needed the most that she received or she didn't receive at the time?
1: Hmm. So the biggest shift I would have said, I mean, I only discovered coaching um, way down the line, first Mm -hmm. of all, like I was stuck in traditional therapy, uh, learning these things or like, I would have said go for, um, you know, learning Reiki even quicker. I waited like two years post that shift to take that route of, you know, even when I speak with someone like you, Shiva, you're so open um, to the different realms I would have said trust the other realms more than the realm that you're in because mm-hmm. most humans, we just, you know, we use our 5% consciousness, but 95% of us is already coded. And when you want to decode that, um, it can be a very slow, slow uphill battle, right? Uh, even though consciously you're like, you're, you're doing it. I would like, if I went back to her, I would have said, have faith in the womb a lot more a mm. lot more because i was so keen on science science this, science that and yeah. i think science is beautiful it has its place but i would have said um unleash the the the, the ropes like just let yeah. go go into that crazy foofy la 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 that's how I used yeah. to call it just <laughs> go go be crazy yeah <laughs> and that i would say would have probably made things a lot easier because we are all spiritual by nature but we don't want to believe it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Because you know, I there's something I saw in the Mind Valley. I was learning the Silva method, and he said something super interesting that really, really stuck with me. And he said, spirituality is science for which we don't have formula. And so, uh, yeah, as humans, we want to understand everything, you know. But it's like the more you release, the more you have faith, and you let go, the easier mm-hmm. things end up coming in. Like now, sometimes I manifest things. I just thought about it once just once and I like I remember I said something to my husband like, and I'm not going to talk too much about it because it's coming into fruition and I said oh wouldn't it be great if we did this and I really thought about it like in three years or 10 years from now yeah. and we're kind of doing it <laughs> and I and I kind of like had a spooky like this couple of months ago, spooky feeling like I'm like do you remember I just it. said that <laughs> yeah I just yes, said that yes. and now we're doing it this is weird and it's like mm-hmm. you just plant a seed yeah. plant a seed and you let it let it fertilize like you don't need to control so much yeah that's that's what i would have said and i think that's something i would have highly benefited from uh way earlier on just to be more open to what else
0: could be out there to be more open to just yeah (laughs) i get that i always say i always say that science is like a crawling baby compared to the wonders and the wisdom (laughs) of the universe the science (laughs) is like a crawling baby you know yeah But, but the world that we live in right now science is like up here right like Mm -hmm. stuff stuff that has to do with like what we see is up here so what we don't see almost is like not giving as much importance when Mm -hmm. as fact is we live on different planes it's not just the physical plane there's so Mm -hmm. many other planes that we are able to tap into we are able to recognize and almost have like a relationship with and get to know but it's not of importance right now it's slowly changing like the fact Mm -hmm. that we're even able to have this open conversation right now it is changing the fact yeah. the work that we do shows that it is changing and we are getting more and more um, what can I say we're, like, we're we're understanding this we're becoming more aware of this and people are being more open to it so I think that's yeah even from like two years ago I can see the difference now oh 100%
1: things. <laughs> 100% and I think that a lot of that has to do with um, going into those lockdowns and having yeah. all this exactly. the fear of everything put inside us and I would say another thing like as you were talking that just kind of came sometimes it's better to not know Mm. I think we're you know so keen to know exactly what's going on (laughs) all the time Mm. sometimes it's better to plant the seed and just be open to not knowing and just play in the different Mm. possibilities and potential potential realities that may be because like as much as like I, I thought I knew four or five years ago, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know. I never knew when I would be full time in. Um, now it's Atena Morelli. Um, yeah. I would never knew when I'd be full time in this business. I and I think that desire to know all the time it goes against us. Like now, I'm just I'm much more trusting of the universe. I'm you know I obviously have my goals <laughs> like like a normal human being like I'm like I want this by this time I want that and and I plant them but I'm also completely like there's a reason why I start my morning with surrender I surrender to the universe and I open up my heart to the world because there's just so much more fun in that at the end like it, it feels scary when you don't have that evidence like I feel like that's another thing that happens with with women like us like at some point you have enough evidence to know that what you don't know can be better than what you know. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> it makes perfect sense. I love that. It makes perfect, perfect sense. And I love that you said this because it's true. Sometimes when you have such a clear idea of like this is what I want and that's it, you almost put yourself in a box. Even yeah. though you, you know, you've escaped the box to be like, okay, now like I'm free, but like this is what I want, and you put yourself yeah. back in box, a box by realizing it, and it's like. No, just like there's so much possibility to being open to it and surrendering and like you said having the goals and having the intentions and also leaving space and room to it could be more than mm-hmm. so like when I do my um, a lot of times when I do my um, what's it, my affirmations I, I'll i say this or more than or this or better than you know just keep it open just yeah. in case <laughs> just, just in case and I think that's so important and like you said like somehow the evidence isn't there yet but doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that it's not like you, you planted the seeds right so it doesn't mean that like it, it's coming or it's something better is coming something more than it's coming into just being able to trust and surrender trusting yeah. is one of my biggest things. trusting in the universe you know my whole life i've I've always said this and people have called me lucky for certain things and i'm like i'm not lucky i just trust my insurance yeah. policy is always just like trusting and knowing that i i have the pure intention behind it
1: mm-hmm. therefore i trust <laughs> because, yes Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 100%. yeah. Okay, perfect. Um I was gonna say, you know, like, how do you show up authentically? But like you obviously do. Anybody who like interacts with your work can see that that you do. You're so open and you're vulnerable, but you do it in a way that's very empowering, which I, I so love. It's empowering but it doesn't like demean you. you know what I mean? It's just yeah, so like I love I love your work. But what would you say? How would you want somebody who maybe has never come across your work or come across you? In person or online what would you want somebody to walk away with after interacting with you
1: I would want to spark a little fire inside them I am an Aries at the end of the day <laughs> <laughs> I would want to spark a little fire inside them and one of the things I, I do my best to be very tra- as transparent as I can be while still respecting my boundaries of not oversharing right um, and the reason why I, I feel like, yeah, you say I come across in because sometimes I'm like, okay, what's my intention with sharing this? What is it that I want to, like, I can't control how you feel, but I can control what I'm feeling and what I put out. Um, what I would really want is for people to wake up when they see me wake up to the stories inside their head. like One of the things that I love saying now is I like to activate your soul and help you align your human Mm -hmm. to integrate it, you know, we are all souls, but like, we have this human, it's beautiful, like, even this limiting mind, like, it's, it's an experiment, you know, Um, it's, it's in the making, this body has all this wisdom, so that's what I will, and I try to show the different facets of me, which can be really scary as a business owner, because like, there are some things that just work in conversion, it's like, okay, if I just keep doing this, I'll, I'll, I'll do really good, but then I'm like, but I sometimes I have a quirky side. I have a dark side. I have a, I don't know side, you know, yeah. and just try to show those, that it's okay. Everything within you is okay. Every part of you is beautiful. And so what I would hope um, that this comes across is to ignite that, that initial fire for you to start opening up to all the parts of you, not sh- sh- pushing things down, not shutting things away. And, really like as much as possible um learning to embrace your own unconditional love like that's something Mm -hmm. i'm a huge advocate for and i say that my my sole mission is to teach right now i put a million because that's what my human mind can comprehend um to teach a million souls around the world how to love themselves unconditionally and to take their lightness, like Look at the lights, be positive, but also embrace your shadows, because your shadow has a lot of wisdom. So I would hope anyone who comes across that kind of that permission slip comes through that, hey, let me listen to my fire. And as I'm listening to my fire, let me integrate my whole human. That was a lot. I don't know if all of that made sense.
0: <laughs> no, it made it made perfect sense. I totally resonate. It makes perfect sense. And this is something that I totally agree with as well. I think in the wellness in the spiritual community there tends to be a lot of like higher thinking and higher just like everything is up here and i always say i always like to bring it back down to like yes this is so needed but there's also the grounding that is needed so like we're still living in this world right we still have to be in this world even if many of us don't feel like we're from this world which is completely understandable Mm -hmm. i think i'm one of those people but I'm still in this world now. Therefore,
1: I'm. I'm, still I'm here. I have part alien in me. I know that <laughs> like, too. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. You know. But the thing is, we're still here now. So, mm-hmm. how do we integrate? How do we almost become that channel for that grounding to come up and you know connect with the cosmos? It has to be like that clear channel, that like, that integration, that harmony of of all of it, and I just like be up here and like we five D, four D living, and that's it.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so i exactly
0: i completely understand what you're saying um do you have any last thoughts or anything that you wanted to because i know you're very busy and i was like i'm putting a timer to make sure we don't go over too much oh i'm good mondays are my days <laughs> off mostly my days
1: off. Um, or any anything you want to share any
0: offerings or anything that's going on in your life that you would like to
1: share with Sure. I actually, I am going to be opening up the doors for a program that I'm creating, um, that it's already been created. It's been a couple of two years that I've been working on it, uh, one-on-one mostly with clients. And it's basically like a four week boot camp where I teach like a lot of mindset. Uh, we do future self-hypnotic trends. We do inner child, deep inner child healing, shadow work integration. I teach, um, Self hypnosis modalities, breath work. Uh, if someone wants to learn EFT, I'll, I'll teach them some parts of that. But really, breath work and self hypnosis will be the the things. Um, and then I'm leaving that container open for two months after to help with the integration of it. So that's something I'm opening up uh, any day now. <laughs> if anybody wants to work with me in a group setting, this will be a group uh, offering. Um, other than that, for whoever that has come here, I really just hope that you give yourself the permission to explore your entire being and let, let yourself feel the feels. All everything is valid. Like all your emotions are valid. And, you know, I lived so much of my life with guilt. I thought it was normal. So much of my life with shame. I thought it was normal. And there's nothing wrong with these emotions. But the very fact that we think they're wrong is what gets them to continue to perpetuate. And it's like, well, hey, let me just deal with this guilt the survivor's guilt that i have let me just deal with this shame for this behavior that i think means something about my soul and like what i call now and i with my clients when i work it's like i say we're creating a chrysalis Mm. it's like a fancy word for cocoon (laughs) we're creating a cocoon go inside that that chrysalis let's put all the cards on the table let's look at everything and give yourself the permission to choose again like like you pick your clothes you get to pick who you decide to be in that moment in that day and in that year sorry because I feel like every day that's kind of exhausting but um give yourself that permission to change that is probably the most uh, authentic part of our being the the openness to change whereas like I think the world mode is you are who you are stay that way and that means like you're authentic and it's like no why don't you then why don't you then Be as inauthentic as they can be and let yourself live your life. You're here on this earth for a reason. Multiple reasons. Let yourself fly through all of them and give yourself the space and the permission to question, to be, to rewire and fly. I love
0: that. Aw, thank you so much. (laughs) It's a nice comment. I love that. I love that. And... Yeah, I think that's a that's a great way to end this off to end off this chat. It's such a beautiful, beautiful sentiment that you shared. And I hope anybody's watching this live or you know later on, wherever, just to I hope the, it falls on whoever needs to hear these words. And that Thank does you what, for having what me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you yeah. so much for taking the time for meeting with me.
1: Of course. Uh, this made my great. day. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Hello. I said this made by day. This is so much fun
0: oh uh, thank you and I it's, you hit on something that I know. know we still yeah. need to have a talk on the survivor's guilt thing because we talked oh, about yeah. this that we need to have a, a talk at survivor's guilt I think I can clubhouse oh, yeah. or something but I'm not in clubhouse anymore we'll talk about it we'll figure it out
1: <laughs> okay all right <laughs> it's a great
0: thing to uh to dissect
1: <laughs> totally oh yeah that one I'm very passionate about talking because it's it's like when I woke up to it I'm like oh my gosh, this is what I've been feeling my whole life why did nobody tell me <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, I didn't and now,
1: know now that I know, now that yep. I know, how do I deal with it? <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
1: For sure. Um,
0: yeah. So thank you for, for taking the time to meet with me. This was amazing. Thank um, you, Sira. All right. I'll it's let beautiful. you go. I don't see, I don't think there's any comments or questions. I think I like briefly skimmed through when people were writing, so I wouldn't get too uh, distracted, <laughs> but I don't think there's any, there's any questions. Just a lot of positive comments oh breaking up the box oh. and what society places on us. Yes, Laura, that's a nice comment. Well, nice to meet you, Ingrid.
1: <laughs> She's beautiful. I talk about you with like so many people, so I'm always happy when, <laughs> yeah, I'm like you should go follow my friend Shiva. <laughs> Aww,
0: such so, yeah. a sweetheart. All right, well, I'm gonna let you go. Thank you again going to save this chat so people can uh, access it after.
1: Beautiful. Have thank you. Have a Hira.
0: wonderful day and thank you again thank for taking the time. Thank you. Bye. Bye.